My name is Milian Mori and welcome to our podcast, Warrior Family. We are a family of successful entrepreneurs, visionaries, hustlers and leaders. We are compassionate, loving, fearless and determined. We fight for love, profits and a better world. And this podcast was made for future leaders, entrepreneurs, world changers and families all over the world. We gained our wealth by running one of the best network marketing companies in Europe and successfully coaching and speaking empire. Our stories, tips will show you that everything is possible. And this podcast includes all the best sales, marketing, relationship, personal growth, and health advice you can get and interviews with the most successful people in the world. Our motto is, my business is not my family. My family is my business. And we are here to show you how to have it all. Most educational programs for behavioral change, mindset, and motivation are often not effective or have short durability. You ask yourself why? Your mind has been programmed long ago. From the middle of the pregnancy to childhood and onwards, our life experience get imprinted and saved into our subconscious mind. These early experiences and the input of the new information that we experience all through our childhood together then create the beliefs which determine so-called rules. These shape the way we create everything in our lives, from our personal relationships to careers and decisions for the future. Thus, if you maybe subconsciously feel or think you are responsible for the quality, direction and success in your life, you may actually on the subconscious level simply leave the patterns and programs you have learned from others as a child. And as an adult, these patterns might cause you conflicts or some kind of resistance in reaching success and top achievements. It is thus very crucial that as adults we become aware of our subconscious programs, then update them and synchronize them with our conscious goals and wishes. This is the power available for each and every one of us to make use of. Let me begin with a story from the book of John David Mann, Code of Joy. Once upon a time, there was a flea who believed that he was a king of the world. One day, he decided that he wanted to go to the beach for a swim. But the western shore was many miles away, and on his own, the flea could travel only inches at a time. If he was going to reach the shore during his lifetime, he would need transportation. So he called out to his elephant. Hoi there, elephant, let's go out. The flea's elephant (laughs) came to his side and kneeled down. The flea hopped up and pointing to the west said, That way, to the beach. But the elephant didn't (laughs) go west. He rather felt like taking a stroll in the forest to the east and that is all what he did. The flea, much to his dismay, could not do nothing but go along with him for the ride and spend the day being smacked in the faces by leaves and branches. And the next day, the flea tried to get the elephant to take him to the store to buy salve for his face 
And instead, the elephant took a long romp in the northern mountains, terrifying the poor flea so badly that he could not sleep that night. The flea stayed in his bed for days, beset by nightmares of thundering long mountain roads, certain he would fall to his death and uh, awoke each morning in a cold sweat. And after a week, finally feeling well enough to rise from his bed, the flea beckoned the elephant to his side, clambered up and said, I'm not well, please take me to the doctor. But the elephant, Mary trundled <laughs> of the western seashore where he spent the day swimming. But the flea nearly drowned. That night, sitting by the fireplace and trying to warm himself, the flea had a thought. He turned to the elephant and said, Hmm, about tomorrow, what are your plans? <laughs> you are probably wondering what is the moral of this story. And it is simply this. If you are a flea riding an elephant before you make any plans, you might want to check of what your elephant has in mind. This point is so more important to your life than it might seem, because in fact, you are a flea riding an elephant. The flea of the story represents your conscious mind, which includes your intellect and power of reason, your ambitions, your aspirations, your ideas, your thoughts, your hopes, and your plans. In short, this is everything you think of as you. And the elephant, who is the elephant? That's your subconscious mind. Keep in mind that you have the power at your disposal. You can take advantage for your own benefit. Let's see now how much power you have inside to free yourself. There are three aspects of mind. First is the superconscious mind. That means higher consciousness, also called the higher self or God or source or creator or universal consciousness. And you can use other names. It is about reason. It need no reason. It is the ultimate creative force. Then we have uh, the conscious mind, the mind that acts, presents an idea on the subconscious, and it is the mind of reason. And then we have the subconscious mind, the mind that reacts, expresses the ideas impressed upon it. It is the mind of emotion. And each aspect of the mind plays an essential role in creating your life experience. Understanding how they work and how they relate will help you harness the immense power of your mind so you can create desirable circumstances. Your mind is the most powerful creative force yet is not easy to learn, to tame and direct it. You cannot separate three aspects of your mind any more than you can separate the various facets of a diamond from the material itself. They can be seen as varying degrees of mind. Mind itself, like everything else, is pure energy. In fact, everything is mind since we cannot separate the created from the creator. As the level of energy, no separation is possible. 
the entire universe is vibrating energy. You cannot separate thought from the matter and you cannot separate emotion from the thought or mind from the body. The superconscious mind, the superconscious mind or higher consciousness is transcends the physical and the mental. It is a spiritual mind, not to be confused with religious, please. It is the you, the self that is an eternal point of consciousness, one with the universal mind, universal consciousness, God, source, creator, etc. The superconscious mind is stillness. It is the observer, the being that has no need for doing. It is the pure energy of love that all spiritual and religious traditions aspire to know. The superconscious mind knows existence outside the physical reality that many of us believe to be the only reality. It is the creative mind that understands that it is the cause and the physical circumstances are the effect. It is a mind that it is always still, always at peace and not concerned with ego, driven thought. It is about polarity, it is about judgment. The conscious mind is the thinking mind, the objective mind or self-consciousness. This is the mind that relies on the physical senses to gather information about the environment. It enables you to experience physical reality. This is the mind of choice, giving you the freedom to choose consciously and deliberately rather than unconsciously. However, as you will soon see, most of your choices are based on your subconscious programming. The conscious mind is the, is the mind of free will and choice. It is the aspect of the mind that does the programming of the subconscious. But ironically, this programming is often done unconsciously. That means outside of our awareness. So then the question is, who is running the show? So who is running the show? Ideally, it is the programmer and not the computer, but often it is the other way around because the programmer has installed the wrong programs. Many people unknowingly program self-limiting, disempowering and self-defeating beliefs or so-called programs into their subconscious minds. That might not seem like a problem, except for the fact that 95% of your thought processes originate in the subconscious and only 5% are fresh new thoughts that arise in the conscious mind. That means most of the time, everyone is operating on autopilot, on preconditioned responses, behaviors and thoughts. Whatever is programmed into your autopilot or your thought habits, that is the direction your life will head without fail. The subconscious mind is powerful, but is the rare person who has complete control of its vast potential. If you can imagine a supercomputer that has been programmed with all sorts of self-defeating, disempowering beliefs that dictate what your habits are, and if you can imagine that most of your circumstances were created by acting on mental habits and you are not satisfied with your circumstances, then you can see just how powerful and misdirected the power of the subconscious mind really is. 
It is vital to know that the subconscious mind should be below, con that means controlled by, the conscious mind. But most people have unknowingly given over their creative power to it. Imagine your thoughts as an iceberg. The visible thoughts, about 5% of your thoughts, are your conscious thoughts, the ones you choose and direct. But under the surface of the water, under the surface of your awareness, so-called, lies the real power of your mind, the 95% of thought that is subconscious. This is the seat of your beliefs, your thought habits and conditioned programs. Most of your circumstances were created as a result of flying along the on autopilot, mindlessly doing what you have always done, even if expecting some different results. Your mental habits, be they empowering or disempowering, run your life because they dictate how you make decisions. You might not think that every single choice you make as a, uh, has a consequence, but little things add up over time. If you procrastinate once and miss one golden opportunity, it might not be the end of the world, but if you procrastinate again and again and again and miss out on many opportunities, well, now you are seeing some repercussions. Even consequences that are outside of your awareness are still consequences. And they all work in concert to create your present reality. If you are not satisfied with your circumstances, then you can see just how powerful and misdirected the power of subconscious mind really is. And to change your life, for the better of course, you must change the programming in your subconscious mind. So the 95% of your thought processes work for you, not against you. Think about the possibility. What if you were to automate your success by installing the right beliefs? In other words, what if you created the habits that ensured the behaviors that generated the desired results? What if? Let me ask you a question. Do you really want things to change? If so, start with setting the intention to change. Basically, if you truly want to automatically run programs that are fun, exciting, fulfilling, rewarding, you have got to install them first. So how the subconscious mind works? Since decisions add up to create your life circumstances, have you ever thought about how you make decisions? We actually have two ways of coming to conclusion. One is the logical method that involves analysis and reason. This is the decision-making process that you are aware of. But the problem with it is that it is very slow and it is constrained by your perception of reality. If you have ever tried to multitask to two things together that require your undivided attention, you know you have failed miserably. The other way you make decisions is intuitive or emotional, automatic and incredibly fast. It is responsible for most of the words you say and the actions you take. This is the realm of the subconscious mind, which is remarkably efficient at making fast judgments.
The problem comes when the subconscious mind is allowed to make decisions that really should be controlled consciously. You can program any idea you want into the subconscious mind. And once there, that idea will join with other ideas as beliefs that drive your decision-making process. Even though you can rationalize your decisions, it is ironic that your beliefs are not necessarily rooted in logic or reasoning. They are actually emotional. You can think of the subconscious mind as, a, as being a lot like a supercomputer. It is a vast storehouse of data. Its function is to help you make sense of the world around you. It cannot express what is not programmed into it any more than a computer cannot run a program that is not installed. The programming determines whether your life will operate based on a negatively or positively biased autopilot. Install the right programming and you become a creative force in the direction you want your life to go. It may feel uncomfortable to know that your life is essentially run like, a, run like a, an extremely complex computer program, but take heart. You have one thing that even the most powerful supercomputer does not have. And this is the power of free will, the power of choice. The most important thing to know about the subconscious is that it is, does not reason, nor does it judge. It does not distinguish between positive and negative. It does not distinguish be between good and bad, beautiful or ugly, or any other polarity. For better or for worse, it unquestionably accepts and acts on whatever you program into it. Like a computer, the subconscious can only repeat what has been programmed into it, and that's how the myriad of choices you make on autopilot ultimately add up to run your life. This is actually a brilliant process if you think about it. Think of how much mental effort it would be to have to relearn how to drive, how to eat with knife and fork, and to tie your shoes and uh, tie, or send an email every time you had to do it. It is absolute genius that your mind is able to automate things you do repeatedly, saving you precious conscious mental resources for more demanding tasks. However, it is important to know that it doesn't just automate physical actions but also mental processes. That includes the way you think about things. So just how powerful are you? If you are a success, it is because you have programmed yourself to be a success. If you are struggling, it is because you have programmed yourself for struggle. If you are healthy, it is because you have programmed yourself to be healthy. If you are lonely, it is because you have programmed yourself to be lonely. Now, before you bristle at this, remember that you stand at the center of infinity circle and your circumstances surround you. Life is a series of choices, some small, some huge, that all add up to create your life. 
If you make most of your decisions automatically, it stands to reason that upgrading the programming will change the bias of your automatic decision, your decision-making process, and your life will measurably improve. Look, it takes courage <laughs> to admit to your creative role, but at the same time, it is very empowering. Every single choice you have made throughout your lifetime has had a consequence. Would you agree? You choose whether to have a good, solid breakfast or a donut in the morning. That choice affected your energy level throughout the day. Your energy levels then affected your work performance. Who can think when they have got the two o'clock sleepies up? And then when it was the time for annual performance job review, whether you go to the promotion or not reflected the choices you made leading up to the point. Of course, it is rarely as linear and simple as it sounds, but many factors come into play. But the point is the interaction of many varied choices lead up to the results you are having right now. But do not obsess about every single choice you have made or will make. Remember, most of them are automatic. So it, it is really quite simple to change your life around. Change the programming. If you want great results, program in great beliefs and automate your success. When the subconscious is being programmed, it records anything and everything without judging what is introduced with a powerful combination of repetition and emotion and accepts as a part of your operating system. When a decision is needed, the subconscious will express exactly what had been programmed into, into it through emotion, action and awareness. So let's see what is emotion. Most decisions are based on emotion and most emotions are associated with memories. Action. Action is always preceded by thought and thoughts are for the most part in accordance with your programming. Awareness. Awareness of external resources including situations and people that facilitate matching the outer reality to match the inner reality. However, the conscious mind plays a role as well in the form of free will. It means choice. Emotion. Although most decisions are based on emotions, you still consciously make the decision. Even not making a decision is a decision. Action. You must still consciously decide to act and take that action. Awareness. Even if a perfect solution is staring at you in the face, you still must make the choice to act on it. The subconscious mind can provide all of the material but cannot assemble it in any way that requires free, free will and action. It requires free will and action which are products of the conscious mind. The brilliance of the subconscious mind is this. To experience the limitless, you must believe in the limitless and then you can and will experience the limitless. Your beliefs stored in the subconscious mind act like automatic programs that direct the way you think, the way you speak and the way you act. 
If you haven't programmed any limitations, you won't have limited results. Your success will be automatic and assured. Now please relax into this concept. Whatever deeply felt desire, personal truth or belief or thought of conviction introduced into the subconscious mind will later be expressed in your thoughts, in your words and actions. Therefore, if you change the programming, you will change your life. Please, just don't overthink it. Just allow it to permeate your being. Feel it in your body. The problem is that most people unknowingly allow disempowering messages into their subconscious mind where they reside as a part of their, oper their operating system that determines most of the choices they make and as a consequence the results that show up in their lives. When you are strongly affected by something in your environment or by something someone says, in other words, when strong emotion is present and the idea is deeply felt, the idea enters the subconscious very easily, where it will, be <laughs> where it will to some degree affect your future, for sure. So how do these empowering beliefs get programmed in the subconscious mind? Why wouldn't everyone choose to program a limitless mindset instead of a lot of limits and, and, and all the negativity? Well, we surely would ex expect that most of our programming is already in place by the time we, we read words like this that enlighten us to the secrets of their mind. The conscious mind is meant to be the guardian of the subconscious mind because it is only through the conscious mind that information can enter the subconscious. It is supposed to filter out these empowering messages and deposit only harmonious, empowering and positive ideas into the subconscious. However, most people do not allow the conscious mind to do its job because they, don't, they do not think deeply about the information they hear and allow a lot of disempowering negativity to lodge in their minds. Anyone who indiscriminately allows external influences to dictate how they think give away their personal power to interpret events and in empowering ways rather than disempowering ways. For example, if your father drilled into your head that money was hard to come by, you would not have questioned it as a child because you had no frame of reference. People who watch the news are influenced by the media. Think about how powerful we are influenced on a daily basis. If it bleeds, it leads is a classic but unfortunate news motto that basically says if someone is not hurt, it is not newsworthy. We are sucked into the drama of these stories and so that the negativity and fear permeates us to the point where, where we believe that the world is an awful and dangerous place. Advertising tell us that unless we wear a certain brand or, uh, of clothing or drink a certain brand of beer, we won't, be, uh, 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 we won't be one of the beautiful faces or one of the beautiful people. Misguided religious leaders tell us that it is okay to hate and judge people of different races, religious ideas, sexual orientation or even gender. 
We allow ex external influences like parents, like teachers, like media to put ideas in our heads. Of course, of course, this is completely natural when you are a small child learning to navigate the world. But this disempowering external programming continues throughout an individual's lifetime if they do not get control over their, their conscious mind and say no to influences that don't ring true or that cause them to have bad feelings. Your life is run in strict accordance to the information programmed into your subconscious mind. Since you didn't consciously choose much of these programs, you are certainly not to blame. But most of your conditioning was already in place by the time that you are 10 years old. Children are remarkable sponges, but they are simply not mature enough or able to reason to the point where they could discern whether a belief is empowering or disempowering. A child's mind is highly open and susceptible to programming. And by, by the time an individual is an adult, the core programs are already in place. The subconscious is comfortable with these programs and does not want to change them and will resist any new ideas that contradict this programming. But take heart, you are about to learn the secrets of programming your subconscious mind. In the Master Key System, Charles Hanil explained in this way, the subconscious mind does not engage in the process of proving. It relies upon the conscious mind to guard it from mistaken impressions, circumstances. Then the subconscious mind is unguarded and left open to suggestions from all sources. So what are the programs that run your life? They are basically your beliefs or what you believe to be true. Your beliefs either empower you or disempower you. Everything that is undesirable or wrong in your life is the result of a wrong impression in, impression in your subconscious mind. However, you cannot remove disempowering beliefs by mental force or willpower or even by denial. You must introduce a new belief and deliberately act on it repeatedly so that the old beliefs cease to exist. Here is the example. One person believes that she is worthy of amassing a great fortune, she will unconsciously express that belief. How? She will not be shy about asking for generous compensation for her work. She will project confidence, self-assurance and positivity. She will manage her money well. She will be generous with her time and resources. She will act as a thought she is rich, whether or not physical wealth has caught up to the, her inner wealth. She will be grateful and appreciate her riches in whatever form they take. These actions will have consequences that serve to prove to her that her belief is correct. Because her beliefs are empowering, she will behave like a person who is wealthy and who deserves wealth. In this way, she will attract more and more wealth. Another person believes that he can never rise above his station in his life. He believes that if his parents and grandparents even were laborers, his neighbors and his friends are laborers and uh, everyone he knows are poor and hardworking folk, then he will probably 
end up being a poor laborer as well. He may have dreams of something greater, but if his belief it is what it is, and then when you grow up, you will be doing what others are doing, is so strong, then he will unconsciously act on that belief. In some way, downplay the importance of an education. He will speak poorly of the rich. He will adopt rough, common ways of speech and complain about his boring life. His behavior, too, mirrors his beliefs about himself, that he is not worthy of anything better. He considered some people his betters. Because of these unconscious behaviors, his or her life will evolve correspondingly and reinforce his or her belief that he cannot rise above his station. Both people operate under a set of beliefs, their belief system, and both believe that the world operates according to those rules. Think about your own beliefs and how you treat them as absolute truth. We perceive our beliefs to be true because of the laws of cause and effect. When we believe something, we hold certain expectations. Those expectations then lead us to the unconsciously take actions, those beliefs. Those actions generate results that prove the beliefs. A belief represents an agreement that something is true. It does not mean that something is true. It just means that you choose to believe that it is true. Whether or not you consciously made that agreement doesn't matter. To you, at the end, this belief is real and true. To the woman in the example that I told you, her beliefs are true. To the man in the example, his beliefs are also true. Most of your beliefs are unconscious agreements with what your parents and other authority figures said. A few are based on experience, but those experiences are always colored by the beliefs you hold. What matters is that you unconsciously agree with those statements, statements or experiences. You may have grown up believing that rich people are arrogant, selfish jerks because that is an opinion held by your father. You unconsciously agree with the opinion because it was presented by an authority figure. This is your father. And that is the real secret about beliefs. They are just opinions. They are completely made up. Even if at one point they may have been based on some fact, even if you have personal experience that support this belief, it is still an opinion because it can be both proven and disproven. For example, if you hold the belief, I am klutz, it may have had its origin, origins in a period of your life when you were growing very rapidly and like a puppy, you had less uh, than perfect control of your body. But now that you are grown, your body is mature and coordinated, does that belief still apply or can it be disproven? Of course it can be disproven. To a kind, altruistic, rich person, the belief that rich person or rich people are arrogant jerks is completely wrong. Would that person call himself an arrogant jerk? Of course not. 
He believes that he is using his wealth to, for the betterment of the people's lives. It is a matter of perspective and choice whether a belief is true or not. So just remember, remember that you express outwardly what you believe inwardly and what you are expressing may be based on an opinion and not on fact. Think of any disempowering belief you hold as an opinion. It is not the truth and it can be changed. Where most people stumble is when they confuse beliefs with the truth. This is like saying that the map of Germany is in fact Germany, but it is not, is it? A map is uh, only a representation on some level, although it is based on truth, but the representation, the map, is a personal interpretation. It created to make sense of the information being presented, but it is a representation of the physical information, the actual land with the roads, cities, homes and people on it. It is not the information itself. You don't find red and blue lines all over the German roads or gray lines on the landscape to delineate borders and cities are not circles with names floating in the air <laughs> overhead. A belief such as the wilderness is a dangerous place may be part of your belief system. But for some other individuals, a wilderness experience is completely different and does not come with the fear-based beliefs that you hold. One person may love being outdoors and thrives in the wild, while another may be terrified by, by the notion of solitude and self-reliance. Both beliefs are right, but both beliefs are only interpretations. Both beliefs are right, but both beliefs are only opinions. Just think about any disempowering belief you may hold, such as, I am not good enough. Or I am not good at math. When you decide that this belief that you are not good at math is nothing more than an opinion, it makes it that much easier to change. Thinking about a lofty goal such as uh, becoming a world famous musician or actor or winning the Nobel Prize maybe cause some disempowering beliefs to come up. You might tell yourself something like, uh, how can I ever be classified among the greatest? I can hardly manage to get through the day without something going wrong, meaning I'm not good enough. Or what if they find out I'm really a fraud, meaning I'm not worthy. Yeah, these are beliefs. These kinds of beliefs result in fear-based paralysis and that is why most people's big dreams never got off the ground. Think about some of the opinions you may have heard throughout your lifetime, such as, uh, for example, money is hard to come by. You have to really work hard every day of your life. Or this, it is not what you know, but who you know if you want to get ahead. <laughs> or this, you will never amount to anything. You are a terrible student. This is something that I heard. Get off your high horse, quit that foolish dreaming and come back to reality. Hmm, strong one. So you think you are too good for us? Ah, wait till your poor mother hears this. <laughs> one harder.
You cannot make a living as an artist. Get real. Find a real job that will pay the bills. This is something that I heard from my father. But remember, those are opinions. Challenge them. Set about disproving those opinions with new, better, empowering opinions. Like, money comes easily when I'm sharing my talents. Or I'm always open to unexpected opportunities. Or I have got the street smart to excel in anything. Or maybe this one. All great things started out as a dream. Or I'm inspiring everyone in my family to live a better life. Or I'm making a very comfortable living doing what I love. These beliefs are opinions too. But they serve you much better than the others. Do you agree? <laughs> the bad news is that because your beliefs are not sitting on the surface of your awareness, because they are deeply entrenched in our or your subconscious mind, and you believe that they are true to the point where they have become part of you and part of your life and part of your self-perception, it is difficult to uncover them. Now that you understand how your beliefs run your whole life, it is time for an upgrade. When you have upgraded your subconscious mind to a degree where you do not believe in limits, then naturally your words and actions will follow with miraculous results. You will not feel anxiety about achieving a goal because the anxiety will have been removed. You will have a knowing that since your subconscious has been properly directed, it cannot help but produce the desired results. And what is very important, do not do any self-work while you are in a negative frame of mind. Do it only when you are feeling happy and positive because it is the emotions that impress ideas on the subconscious and you don't want to associate negative emotions with positive ideas. Practice developing a sunny disposition no matter your circumstances. Smile more, laugh more and do your best to see the silver linings in every cloud and the blessings in every struggle. This will significantly accelerate your progress. First step, awareness. Awareness is not an easy task when your mind is busy rationalizing your beliefs in the name of logic and reality. Many disempowering beliefs are disguised as logic and being realistic, but you can become more self-aware with practice. You must learn to be a non-judgmental, unshakable witness to your old patterns that you have been part of your programming. To become aware of your inner workings, look around at your circumstances. Then reverse engineering the effect, an undesirable condition, and find the root cause some disempowering belief. Use meditation, creative visualization, positive affirmations persistently and consistently. You can upgrade your programming to honor you, who you really are and live the life you deserve. You know that your conscious mind uh, should have been programming your subconscious mind with positive and empowering thoughts, and it was not? That's okay. The good news is that because beliefs are only opinions, they can be changed. 
If you grow up believing that certain ethnic groups are not be to trusted, are not to be trusted, then you later you have an experience that challenges that belief. You could change that the belief to reflect your experience. If a belief is challenged, either by an experience or by your decisions to challenge it, it can be changed. You can decide right now that you do not have to believe everything you hear, see, touch, taste, smell, or experience. You and only you can decide that what you experience is colored in large part by your current conditioning, and that is based on your unique perspective and beliefs and perspectives can change, thereby changing your perception of things. Be aware of your reactions. To what happens? Be aware of the emotional push that certain events have that easily imprints them in your subconscious. Examine your beliefs about the world, and you will see that they are in fact true to you, but they are not universal. And any belief can be disproven simply by standing in another person's shoes and seeing a situation from another or from a different point of view. The following will be some extremely effective self-reprogramming techniques. Remember, only do this self-work when you are in a positive, relaxed, and happy frame of mind. Resources from this interview are available online. Visit www.warriorfamily.com and download the free book Lessons from Millionaires with all the resources mentioned in the interview. If you want to be a warrior who has it all, visit www.warriorfamily.com and download my ebooks for free. Learn all about warrior productivity, habits, mindset, marketing and sales strategies, confidence boosters and many other things. I promise that you won't be disappointed. More valuable content is waiting for you on my social media profiles: Instagram Smilion Mori, YouTube and Facebook Smilion Mori Warrior Family, Twitter Smilian Mori, and LinkedIn Smilian Mori.